the Rugby World Cup on Off The Ball. We could be World Cup champions. We'll be the Irish team to take you all the way to the final. The opportunity sitting in all. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. Allez les verts. Rugby Daily on Off The Ball with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's all on your doorstep. Welcome to Tuesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, the latest on the injury front ahead of Ireland's Pool B encounter with Tonga this Saturday. Tom Curry learns his punishment following his sending off against Argentina and a Springboks legend backs Razzie Erasmus to return to Ireland after the World Cup. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's on your doorstep. First up today, Jack Conan remains Ireland's primary injury concern ahead of Saturday's World Cup Pool B meeting with Tonga. Five weeks on from suffering a foot injury in the warm-up win over Italy, the Leinster back row is continuing to rehab away from the field. Conan stayed in the gym this morning in tour as his teammates conducted their regular on-field sessions. According to the Irish Independent's Rory O'Connor, Robbie Henshaw was doing band work on the field, but away from the main group. In better news for Andy Farrell and co, Dan Sheehan and Dave Kilcoyne did train with their teammates, having missed the win over Romania. England flanker Tom Curry has been banned for two matches following his red card in Saturday's win over Argentina. He appeared before a disciplinary panel today where he accepted his challenge on Puma's fullback Juan Cruz Malia warranted that red card. The disciplinary panel, chaired by Adam Castledon, SC from Australia, former Australia international John Langford and ex-Wales international Jamie Corsi, found Curry's offence warranted a mid-range sanction of six weeks, but that was halved on account of mitigating factors like Curry's previous good record, admission of foul play and his apology to Malia. He'll miss England's Pool D games with Japan this weekend and the following week's clash with Chile. As a result, Curry will be free to play against Samoa on October 7th, provided he completes our old friend tackling school. Speaking today, Puma's backs coach Felipe Contopomi felt Curry was unlucky to be red carded during that game, saying there was no intent to injure Malia in the challenge. Curry missed this morning's training session in preparation for that disciplinary hearing, while Courtney Laws was also arrested. Next for England is that Sunday date with Japan in Nice. The Bray Blossoms opened their campaign with a 42-12 win over Chile last weekend. England attack coach Richard Wigglesworth was asked what he expects from Japan this Sunday. Yeah, no, I thought they, um, they ended up running up a score really well. Obviously incredibly dangerous with the ball. Uh, difficult conditions because um, it was so warm so um, but uh, they're well used to that so again the stuff that they're good at in terms of the ball movement in terms of uh, how they get you so yeah, we saw all the things that you'd, that you'd expect from a really strong Japanese team I think 12 of the 2019 team are playing so they've got a lot of cohesion uh, a lot of experience of winning in World Cups uh, and that definitely showed Former England prop George Cruz, who started the World Cup final four years ago, helped with today's session. Wigglesworth was asked what Cruz brought to the table. He just lost a lot of weight, yeah. So he got um, he got a bit of stick uh, this morning for uh, for his weight, and he actually compared his body to mine, which, um, which for when he was 117, I think, when he played, not not the not the best compliment for him. So uh, George uh, helps with line out, so. Him and Steve chat for hours uh, behind closed doors and I really don't want to listen to those conversations. So um, there you go, the proper line-out nose off and I know he helps the, the callers and uh, the, the line-out menu that they get and all that, that detail that I definitely don't need to know. But um, yeah, I'm sure he's incredibly valuable. Lads have been, it's great to have him around because he's got such an affinity with so many of them. So yeah, it's been really nice to have him here for a couple of days. 
Now, Springboks legend Victor Matfield has backed Razzy Erasmus to return to Ireland after the World Cup. The current South Africa director of rugby has been linked in recent weeks with taking over from David Nusifora as the RFU's performance director. The former Munster head coach is contracted to South Africa rugby until 2025, but will see Jacques Nienaber replace Stuart Lancaster at Leinster after the World Cup. But speaking on the Ringers rugby pod today, Matfield expects Erasmus to return to Ireland. It sounds like Russia's going. He might stay for a few months just to get things in place. But um, knowing Rossi, knowing Jock, those two do everything together. So I think the chance of him going to Ireland must be close to 90 to 95%. Um, the two of them always work together. Yeah, in South Africa at the moment, I would have said if Rossi stayed as director of rugby, one of the uh, current assistant coaches could have taken over the head coaching role. Meanwhile, Jesse Creel will be available for the box against Romania this weekend. No sighting has been forthcoming for his challenge on Scotland's Jack Dempsey this past weekend. Felix Jones is another member of the box coaching staff who will leave after the World Cup. He's linking up with Steve Borthwick's England staff. The former Munster fullback was kept busy on Sunday afternoon with Rasmus' traffic light system, which he attempted to explain today. Sometimes in, in, in certain games, uh, or if the stadium is particularly loud, uh, having a method that we can actually communicate with uh, mostly the medical staff on the ground and it's actually something that we used even in, in when we were at our uh, previous club which was with, with, with Munster uh, whereby very simply and I know Jacques has already explained it but a red might be that uh, you know the player needs to come off or or whatever a traffic light system um, or it's just our feeling on if that player is okay to keep on or are we planning on replacing him in any case so uh, it's basically to increase communication with uh, the medical staff yeah, particularly in situations where it, it, it's it's loud and yeah. It follows stats, or you talk about the coaches? It's a discussion, a quick discussion among the coaches, or is Jack called there? Uh, it's well, usually between uh, Rassi and Jack, they might be on a, on a radio together, uh, and then between us as coaches, if if we need to get a message down, we can use it. Players try seem to embrace it and, and agree. No, it takes another pressure of them is it clear quick senior when the waterman cannot get there in time yeah well I think most of it is to actually communicate with our own staff that are on the floor so uh, for the players I don't think it really makes a, a, a huge amount of difference yeah you're surprised by you know people seeing it for the first time you know they, they, all the, these opinions divided opinions as always when the Springboks come up with an idea you go it's 50-50 around the world uh, yeah well I mean that that's that's I can't control. We can't control if if, if somebody thinks it's a, a funny thing or necessary or unnecessary. We can only control what uh, we know works for us, and that's yeah, that's what we focus on. Finally, France head coach Fabien Galtier has given plenty of his frontline players the night off this coming Thursday. He's made a dozen changes to his starting 15 for their Poulet fixture with Uruguay in Lille. The only players retained from the win of the All Blacks are Joram Morfana, Gabin Villiers and Cameron Wokey. Antoine Dupont is among those dropped from the matchday 23 entirely, with his place at scrum half going to Bordeaux's Maxime Lucou. Captaining the side at number 8 is Anthony Gelange, who makes his first appearance since rupturing his ACL in February's Six Nations win over Scotland. Taking you through that France starting 15, Melvin Jaminet replaces Thomas Ramot at full-back. Louis B.A. Biary replaces Damien Penault 
on one wing with Gabin Vier retaining his place on the other. In the centre, Arthur Vincent comes in for Gael Ficou where he partners Moafana. Antoine Hastoy comes in for Mathieu Jalabert at out half with Lucu starting at scrum half. In the front row then is Jean-Baptiste Gros, Pierre Bourgari and Dorian Aldegheri. They're in for Ray Davordi, Julien Marchand and Ouini Atonio. Cameron Woki retains his place in the second row where he's partnered this week by Romain Teofifenwa. He replaces Thibaut Flamand, Paul Boudin, Sekou Makalu and Anthony Jelange come in for Francois Crow, Charles Olivon and Gregory Aldrit in the back row. Wardy, Flamand, Crow and Ramos all drop to the bench while there's also room for Bastien Chalereau who was recently forced to deny allegations of racism back in France. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed for all of these latest podcasts first. My name is Richie McCormack. I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo tomorrow. Till then, take care.